When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You know who we are. It's your girls. It's Michaela and it's Tiersten. I don't know why I just referred to myself in the third person. Stop. I hated that. I'm so sorry. Can we just forget that happened? (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I want to bury my head in the couch. Oh my God. I just referred to myself as a third person. Uh, All right. (laughs) Happy Friday, everybody. It's lit. We're super excited. It's a good day. We've got such a good show planned for you. Hi to everybody in the comments on YouTube. Say hi. Say hello. Say what's up. Make sure you comment along the entire show because we love to include you in this amazing show and your comments make that possible. If you're watching this on Twitter, head on over to our YouTube channel. And while you're there, subscribe, hit that like button, do all the YouTube things because uh, we love the YouTube things. Also, shout out to Daniel who said that he grabbed a cup of coffee and signed up for a PHNX membership as he was waiting in the chat before he went live. What an icon. Seriously. icon. Daniel, we love you. You are an icon. Thank you for signing up to be a member of the family. Cheerston, how's your week this week? Um, It flew by. It did go by fast. Like, this week was a really, really just fun week. And then, obviously, the DeAndre Ayton news, which we're about to get into, kind of ramp things up and spend a whirlwind of a 24 hours and this week was just like really solid yeah you know what else happened this week it was amazon prime week and yes your sister is broke um i spent all my money at amazon prime and my apartment is filled with prime packages and i need to really rethink all of my life choices because i (laughs) i must have been in a huge hurry when i was like purchasing stuff for prime day because everything i got was either like the wrong size or the wrong color i'm like wait a second what was i doing <laughs> seriously like sheets were the wrong color shoes were a size six should have been an eight like i'm just to, too excited i literally have to send all of it back i'm not kidding there wasn't one thing that no. worked out i know oh I know. so sad um well hopefully you guys are not like us and did not spend all of your money on amazon prime because if you would like it, we would love for you to drop us a super chat and include you in the show in that way as well. Of course, you don't have to, but it's always an option. Cheersten, we got so much to talk about today. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's start off with a little bit of a temperature check. I'm not sure if things have begun to heat up or cool down when it comes to the Phoenix Suns. Um, obviously, DeAndre Ayton returning to Phoenix 
the a lot that developed in the last 24 hours where does this leave the kevin durant possibility of a trade him coming to phoenix we're going to get to that in a minute but first i think we all know by now that deandre Ayton has signed uh, a contract or at least uh, agreed to terms with the phoenix suns as they matched the pacers offer sheet yesterday so uh we might as well just run it back and go through the timeline of all of how all of this played out. So about five o'clock last night, uh, news broke that DeAndre Ayton had signed the four-year $133 million offer sheet with the Pacers, uh, which meant the Suns were now on the clock to match it. And they had 48 hours to do so. Well, not only <laughs> oh, was it like 20 minutes later. It was literally like seconds later. The Suns were like, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we heard about it 20 minutes later, it probably happened like absolutely immediately. Like they were ready to match the offer. So um, didn't even need, you know, didn't even need any amount of time to be able to do that. And that was a smart thing to do. Uh, So they matched the offer. Um, It was, again, that four year deal. So he will be a Phoenix Sun for the next four years and cannot be moved until January 15th. -hmm. And also in there. Uh, he has the capacity to veto any uh, trade for a full year. So he's in control of his own destiny for the next year. But beginning on January 15th, the Suns do have the option to try and work out a trade. Right, yeah. DA is in the driver's seat now, which I feel like he probably is happy about because he was not in the driver's seat for so long. There were so many questions and question marks regarding DA's future with the Suns. And I think now that we finally have some clarity, that's definitely a good thing for everybody. I'm definitely happy that DA is coming back. I never wanted the Suns to get rid of DA in the first place. I thought it would have been a huge mistake. So the fact that we finally have some clarity about the situation is great. And I'm sure DA is absolutely loving the fact that that he is in the driver's seat, like you said. Yeah, and according to Shams, the plan was always to keep DA in Phoenix if no viable sign-and-trade deals could be worked out. Um, so there you go with this tweet up on the screen. Um, you know, I, I think this was the right way to go. You, you know, shop DA, saw what you could get, saw what you couldn't get. Uh, one of the things that we've been talking about during this whole thing is the lack of interest that DeAndre mm-hmm. Hayden has gotten um, but in the end, they were able to sign him. They were able to sign him for less than what he wanted last year, which was, I think, five years, $177 million yep. or something around there. Um, and so, listen, this puts them over the tax. I think it's for the first time during the Robert Sarver era that they're over the tax. So, what, you've got yep. 15, around $15 million, uh, that you're looking at right now. Um I think it's a good thing that they're actually willing to put their money where yes. their mouth is yes. and make the kind of moves that are necessary. So, you know, you got DA paid. I think there still is a little bit of a question mark is, is that enough to keep DA happy in Phoenix? Or is he? there going to be a little bit of some hard feelings that it all came to this? If I were DA, I would just say, listen, I understand it's a business. I want to be here in Phoenix, and I got a max deal. What's there really to be upset about? That's how I would perceive it. Uh, Yeah, I totally get where you're coming from with that. I hope that that's how DA feels, although I wouldn't blame him if he was a little bit more jaded than that towards the Suns because this whole contract negotiation extension, rookie max extension, offer sheet, we've been all over the place with this, and I kind of feel for DA's 
if he is frustrated with the front office because I do feel like in ways he has been disrespected. I don't necessarily think it should have gotten to this point, but we're in this situation now. We are where we are at, and hopefully DA isn't jaded. I don't know how you couldn't be a little bit more upset than that, but I'm also a petty person. <laughs> um, Petty's my middle name, so hopefully that's where he's at. Um, MPP, Michaela MPP. Petty Perkins. That's it. That's your girl. <laughs> we do have a super chat, Michaela Petty Perkins. We sure do. Shout um, out to our super chat. Psycho Blue. If you guys need a satirical columnist for PHNX, hit me up. Basketball, huh? <laughs> Bas- what is, what is that word? <laughs> Whatever is pleased at the devious way we retain Aiden at the price we initially offered him. Nobody's going to help me out with that word. No, I think, it's, ca- I think it's Cthulhu. Ca- I don't okay. even want to try. <laughs> uh, time to run it back. <laughs> um, shout out for the super chat. Thank you so much. We will definitely let you know if we are recruiting a rival for Dan Bickley in the Valley. And uh, we'll hit you up. We'll keep your name on our on our list. Are you saying that he's satirical? Um, what? Don't they the- have a promo about how he's like the best columnist in the Valley? <laughs> But like satire is like, like sarcasm. Like it's not like real. I feel like his his columns are satirical sometimes. Um, Should we get to some other comments here? We've got a lot of people commenting on their thoughts on how this all played out. Um, Omar Lopez, James Jones got into Sarver's heart for him to be spending like this. Okay. Or just like into his mind. Yeah. Pidago <laughs> I six. Think, I think that Sarver understood and which is why he brought James Jones in to be to begin with. Like he had an issue with trying to control too much. Yeah. And he really needed to take a big step back. And in part of the, one of the reasons that he hired James Jones to come in is because he said, listen, I trust this guy. I'm going to give him full reins of making basketball decisions and personnel decisions. And I think that he has lived up to his word in many ways um, throughout this entire thing. So, uh, yeah. you know, like f- it was in Sarver's best interest yeah. to be able to take that step back and let James Jones um, have control. Yeah. P-Dog 06 saying $133 million over four, four years. I'd get the hell over if I'm DA. Definitely a fair point. Someone else in the comments saying, did we forget that he got suspended for PEDs? I get it. Like, I, if I'm in a front office managing a sports team and I have a case like DA where he gets suspended for some games. There's some questions about his production. There's some questions about his maturity. I understand the hesitation to not want to offer him that rookie max extension when he was eligible for it last season. I get it. But I also think when you look around the league and you look around at what's available out there at the center position, I don't think you'd ever be able to find some th- somebody that's available that can offer the same type of defensive and offensive production on both sides of the ball that well, DA can offer. That's not, that's not, that's not accurate if you're talking about the 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 center position but if you've got a guy like Kevin Durant you don't need to have the same position well I'm I'm gonna be a better team if you've got a guy like no I'm just trying to like I'm thinking of this as a not like Kevin Durant isn't in the situation like where the Suns were at last season with when when DA was due his rookie max contract extension whatever that's like the time period that I'm talking about so I understand the hesitation behind it but I generally didn't think that there was a better option out there available um, and so I would have given him the extension when it was time because I just didn't think you were ever going to be able to replace that talent at that position. Now, obviously, the NBA is evolving as a league. The center is kind of a position that like you don't really necessarily build around. So obviously, you don't want to build around DA. Like D-Book is 
very obviously the person that this team is building around as they should, because you don't ever really want to build around a center unless you're the Denver Nuggets and you have the best center that has ever walked the earth. So I get it. I get where the hesitation came from, but all that's said and done, I'm super happy that DA is coming back. I think that that was the, the best case situation for the Suns. And now obviously it's kind of put them in a weird spot with the KD sweepstakes, which we'll talk about. But um, I think, DA needs to be on this team, and I'm happy that he's here. So Charles Woodall Pike says, honestly, I was a little surprised just because of how long it took everything to sort out between DA and the Suns. Well, that's because they were trying to get the best possible deal, you know, on their end, whether that was you know, bringing DA back or being able to you trade him away for something better, whatever the case is. Like I think they were doing their deal due diligence yeah so um i'm not surprised with how it all played out especially with the fact that they were trying to go after kevin durant and yeah they weren't in you know it takes two sides to tango and the nets obviously were not just willing to say okay yeah we'll just take deandre Ayton and a few draft picks like they were after a little bit more than that right well and also too i kind of want to throw this out there to see what you think about this i wonder if there was a little bit of strategy involved on the front office's end because i wonder if james jones kind of had in the back of his head that, okay, there are going to be teams out there that are going to be interested in DA in restricted free agency, obviously. I don't understand why any teams wouldn't be unless you're the Brooklyn Nets. But, like, I wonder (laughs) if James Jones was just, like, thinking in the back of his head, okay, if we let it get to this point, there are going to be teams that are going to offer DA something that's going to be lower than what he wants, and then we can just snap him up at that time and kind of get away with paying him less than what he wanted originally because we can just offer whatever – we can just match whatever offer sheet is given out there, and that's what happened. Like, $133 million is obviously less than the 177 that he was looking for earlier. It seems to me that they were willing to pay – whatever the absolute max was going to be. And so Mm. with that being said, it was like, okay, well, we are willing to pay like whatever it is, if it comes to it, to keep DeAndre Ayton. So let's just go ahead and see if somebody else offers him something that's a little bit less than the absolute max that he could possibly get. And I think they're in that situation. But I think that only happens because they were willing to pay the absolute maximum for him from the beginning. So this was like a no-brainer. Yeah, so definitely. that's that's my opinion of it all. We got another super chat. Oh, well, you guys, uh, tell uh, hand. Let's go Pacers. I really wanted Da. I don't think Miles Turner is as good as Da. Aiton can veto trades for this first year. Yeah. So like we mentioned, he is completely protected up until January fifteenth. The Suns cannot do a single thing up until January fifteenth. When we hit that date. Uh, The Suns can trade him, but Aiton has to sign off on it, and he has the ability to veto any trade up to a year. So this time next year, though, um, he is, you know, he's got, he'll have three years left on his deal, but he will be totally up to trade away, and the Suns don't have to get his approval or anything like that. So uh, one year from today, they'll be in a wildly different situation. But yeah, for the next at least up until January 15th and probably the next year, DeAndre Hayden is going to be a Phoenix Sun. Well, now that we're in this position, cheers, I want to get a temperature check on the Kevin Durant situation because obviously this complicates things way more for the Phoenix Suns in the terms of trying to get Kevin Durant to come here and play in Phoenix. So I'm curious as to where you think this goes from here, how you think this is going to play out. Do you think Kevin Durant is coming here? 
we got to do a temperature check on this because we're all over the all over the thermostat on this one. Yeah, because ever since Suns fans got the seed planted in their head <laughs> that Kevin Durant could potentially be a Phoenix Sun, nobody can think about anything else. Including me. And even at this point, everybody's like... No, it can still happen, right? Like, like it's imp- it's, it's like impossible to shake the thought. And so, I, here's the thing: I think the situation right now is largely dependent on what Kevin Durant does. Is yes. Kevin Durant going to come out and say, "Brooklyn, I love you, but I'm not playing for you"? So you're either going to work out a deal with the Phoenix Suns. Or we're going to have a little bit of a mess on our hands. So it depends on what Kevin, how Kevin Durant reacts to all of this. If he says, all right, you know, I guess I'll stay here in Brooklyn. Um, I, I'm not like the happiest right now, but I'll play for you guys. And he'll probably stay in Brooklyn. It depends on how big of a fight he puts up and whether or not he's willing to stay in Brooklyn or he's going to try and force a trade. Yeah. So I think the Suns need him to do that in order for this to actually still happen. Now, on the flip side, there was an argument that now that DeAndre Ayton is signed, that they don't have the... Basically, the um, the, the pieces, the, the capital to be able to swing a deal with Brooklyn. But Brooklyn wasn't even interested in DeAndre. That was makes me so upset. People don't understand. Brooklyn didn't want DA. They were like, no, to keep DeAndre. So in terms of what <laughs> Phoenix has to offer, unless you're talking about a three-way deal or something like that, where it's like, you know, this team, Brooklyn wanted a player on this team and they were interested in DeAndre Ayton and now you're not going to be able to swing that three-way anymore. Okay, I get that argument. Yeah. But if you're Brook- Brooklyn, why would you not want four first-rounders, you know, to, to build your, your future around in addition to Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, two young up and rising stars <clears throat> in the league to also build your future around a guy like potentially Jay Crowder that you could throw in there, uh, which is a unique personality and physical player um, in the league. And a, a, all of those guys, those three guys, plus whoever else you want to throw in there. Why would, why would you not welcome those those players with welcome arms, plus the, the the potential draft capital that you can get from yeah. the Phoenix Suns, which they should be willing to part ways with. So if you're Brooklyn and you're like, okay, Kevin Durant refuses, again, I, this is a hypothetical situation. If KD does go as far as to say, hey, I'm not going to play for you next year. Okay, now you've got uh, a guy in Kyrie who like also he's going to play, but is not thrilled to be in Brooklyn from what it appears to be. you got a guy in Kevin Durant who refuses to play for you. Okay, right now, what do you have? Yep, totally. Why not trade him away? Doesn't want to play. Now you've, you can get some great young players that can be with your franchise for many years to come and be building blocks for what you're trying to do and then draft capital for the future. I mean, yeah. that seems like... That's a better deal for me if if it gets to that point with Kevin Durant in, right. in Brooklyn than getting a guy like DeAndre Ayton anyway who they weren't interested in. Yeah, I think you brought up an important point. Like this all hinges on, um, I guess, kind of what Ke- – like it's, obviously it hinges on what Kevin Durant wants to do, but it, it, it depends on where they're at leverage-wise. Like if KD hasn't been as forceful with wanting out of Brooklyn. Like Brooklyn probably still thinks in their head, oh, like we can probably get a like a crap ton of stuff because 
we don't technically have to get rid of Katie and Katie's not really that unhappy. So we can try to get as much as we possibly can squeeze out of all these teams to offload KD. So if Katie becomes more vocal about how unhappy he is there and that he really, really, really wants to get out, Brooklyn's leverage kind of diminishes. And then the return that they might have gotten for him kind of goes down. But if we're looking at a case where, you know, Phoenix is trying to still bring KD here, I think you have to be willing to part with some pieces that maybe you were trying to keep off the trading block in the past. Obviously not Devin Booker. We're not even going to bring that up because it's not even an option. But I think, you know, Mikhail Bridges is going to have to go. Cam Johnson is going to go. A bunch of first-round draft picks are going to have to go. You're probably going to have to throw in a third player like Jay Crowder. Um, And at that point, like, it's hedging a lot because, you know, Cam and Mikhail are two young players. Mikhail is probably the most valuable defensive, is the most valuable defensive player on the Suns roster. So it's not like the Suns aren't going to get away scot-free from this situation. Like they are going to have to sell a lot of like their young core. Yeah, and can their, I also mention talent. that Dre says Cam Johnson and Bridges are not stars, though, with the laughing phase. I said rising stars. You don't think Mikhail Bridges is a rising star in the league? The dude should have been named Defensive, defensive player, player of the, of the Year last year. Last year, give me a break. Mikhail Bridges, it's absolutely a rising star. Yeah, they might not be stars in the league yet, but they're on their way. And Cam Johnson is obviously the the lesser of the two, but a very very much a rising star in the league. And if you have to trade <laughs> Mikhail and Cam, that's a lot. Like it's not anything to just like not blink an eye out. Like that's gonna like if the Suns do get KD, like it is make or break. Like they must win a championship this year because if they're willing to trade away like major pieces of their young core and also future first round draft picks, like they are hedging their entire organization's future on winning a championship this year. So it is a lot to think about because Mikhail and Cam are a huge important part of this team. But at the same time, if it's going to get Kevin Durant and Phoenix with DA, CP3, and Devin Booker, you absolutely do it. You don't even think about it. If that's what it takes, do it. Get KD here. I don't care what it costs as long as we can keep, obviously, <laughs> which we will, but Devin Booker in that equation. So, yeah, I think you sell it. I think you go for it and you get KD here no matter what. But there's also an option, too, of waiting for that deadline of the no trade with DA and then moving, making a move for KD after that but again Brooklyn doesn't want DA so then you'd have to find another team to be involved in that so there's so many moving pieces to this but I think at the end of the day you do whatever it takes to get Katie here I'm sorry I love the twins with my whole heart sweet baby Mikhail is like my favorite human being on the face of the planet but you do what you got to do to get Katie here because the championship window is going to close faster if you don't get Katie now um so pie so fly (laughs) says are the Suns even in a position to be able to have another supermax player on the salary cap that's why you'd have to offload a bunch of other players' salaries, too, to help kind of balance that. They're obviously over the tax, um, but to be able to take on... (laughs) To be able to take on uh, Kevin Durant's contract, they're going to obviously have to offload. So, so no, like, currently, they're not. That's why you have to kind of work the the situation. Um, Speaking of the Nets, did you see that Sean Marks got an extension? I don't know if it's been confirmed yet, but it was reported that he got an extension. Like, cool. What a great time to blow up the roster. (laughs) That's an interesting move. That is a, like, interesting timing. When did that come down? Today, like a couple of hours ago. It was... It was reported that he got an extension. I don't know if it's been confirmed yet, so don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure... 
I'm pretty sure he's getting an extension just in time to blow up the roster. Are you and spreading suck. fake news or is this real? <laughs> no, it's real. It's real. Everyone in the comments is backing me up too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, I hope I hope that the Suns do whatever it takes to get KD here. I think that they need KD to compete with the Splash Bros and the Golden State Warriors, and I think it's time. I think you got to do what you got to do to get him here. So that's what my thoughts on it. Um, Tirsten, you don't. <laughs> Just scrolling the internet. I'm trying like to trying to because this is such bizarre timing for that. If that's true, um, I from a okay. So is this a blue check mark? Not that blue check marks really mean. Okay, New York <laughs> Post. Brian Lewis says um, two sources told me that Nets general manager Sean Marks has not signed an extension. Cannot say what will or will not happen in the future, but nothing's been done on that front. Okay, so maybe. So maybe they're obviously uh, so yeah. This is New York Post reporter covering the Nets, so it's a beat beat writer for them. So speaking um, of the Warriors, Mark Graves saying the Suns better hope the Warriors don't go- get involved in KD. Uh, facts, yeah, that also scares me. There were some things swirling around this morning that like KD only wants to go to Phoenix at this point. Those are really kind of unconfirmed and might be a little baseless. But I would be worried if the Warriors wanted to get in on the KD sweepstakes for sure. Uh, that stresses me out. And then the Suns are really, really up Shit's Creek without a paddle if he goes back to the Warriors. But uh, where yeah. does that saying come from? Shit's Creek without a paddle? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that a thing? Isn't yeah. it just like up the creek without a paddle? Oh, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just being cliche. I'm throwing out euphemisms. Up Shit's Creek without uh, I think it's just like up the creek whatever, without a paddle. Whatever, it's fine. Right? Everything's fine. <laughs> Kirsten, any other thoughts on the KDDA saga? <laughs> Um, no, not really. I think it's kind of a bummer that we, I feel like we're moving a little bit away from the possibility of Kevin Durant coming to Phoenix. I don't think the door is completely shut. Um, but I think best case scenario for everybody here was that we, that we were going to get Kevin Durant. So this is a very good consolation prize. The fact that we have DeAndre Ayton back. Um, so, I mean, all things said and done, the Suns had the best record in the league last year, right? So, um, if they end up bringing it, running it back with the same team and don't forget, don't, there are still other moves the Suns can make to get better, right? Like Mm -hmm. the, the only option wasn't Kevin Durant or else the Suns are going to be awful. So just keep that in mind. Like, I think that the Suns are still going to be a contender next year. And hopefully James Jones has some moves up his sleeve where he can add a few pieces to where the Suns still are able to get better, which, mind you, they still had the best record in the league last year. So even if you run it back, it's not the best thing in the world. But um, the door isn't closed on getting better. So I'll leave it at that. And speaking of which, even without the possibility – um, or large possibility of getting Kevin Durant and with the signing of DeAndre Ayton um, over on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the Suns right now are currently favorites to win the Western Conference at mm. plus 330. So that's Favorite to win fun. the Western Conference, huh? Yeah. Plus 330. I might just get in on that. Um, you said, wait, plus 330 for to win the Western Conference. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, spicy. I kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there we are... Uh, far away from the beginning of the season, so this is very early stuff. But uh, if you want to get on that, it is already up on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So people are already betting on it. Vegas has already spoken on it, how they feel in this exact moment, which considering a Western Conference team won the NBA title this past year, um, that's pretty exciting to me. 
That is exciting. If you want to get in early on something like the Suns winning the Western Conference, uh, you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now using the promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit, and you're going to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. 1000 schmackaroonies. That's a <laughs> Yes, that is a lot. okay um and uh again that's using the promo code phnx only at the DraftKings sportsbook app minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details all right cheerson i got some questions for you but mostly the most important one is did you see this i have some things we need to talk about because this week on the internet People were wilding out. I could not believe half of the things I saw on the internet this week. So I have a lot of things to ask you about, Cheerston. And first and foremost, did you see this action figure? Poor JJ Watt. My God, I don't know which toy company made this, but they tried to make a action figure of it JJ Watt. It has like the NFL logo on it. Are you, do, please do not tell me this is an official NFL merchandise action figure. I will cry tears. Let me pull it up so I can see, like, so I can actually zoom in on the picture. But, like, it's got the logo on it. Oh, no. NFL, uh, you can do better than this. Uh, Well, anyway, JJ got a glimpse of it, and uh, he tweeted it out, and he said it kind of looks like a sad Carson Wentz. Literally identical. Like, that is exactly what it is. It is a sad Carson Wentz. It's not a JJ Watt. Uh, Yeah, that is dead on. That does look like a sad Carson Wentz. So I'm sorry, JJ Watt, that your action figure looks like that. My God, hopefully no one ever makes an action figure of me because I would be terrified to see what that turns out as. How do these things get made? Like, how are... Like, bust, remember, I mean, the most famous instance of anything ever going wrong with, like, a model figure of any sort is, um, is it, it was Ronaldo's, like, bust, right? Like, it was, yeah. like, a Hall of Fame thing or whatever. Like, how do, how do any of these things get Dollar made? store, JJ. I don't know. I th- I feel like if you're going to make something that looks like somebody, like, the person that you're making it of should have, like, be able to, like, sign off on it or, like, give you some notes about, like, how to make it better, to make it more look like them. Because if you're... Try to put that action figure out there and tell people that's J.J. Watt. No, it's not. That's Carson Wentz, first of all. <laughs> but, like, you didn't ask J.J. Watt if you think that, like, it looks like him. Hello. It's like, supposed to be J.J. Watt. Oh, that poor, that poor I little mean, guy. I mean, maybe they just have, like, <laughs> one mold that they sort of will be like, okay, this is Carson Wentz, J.J. Watt, and whoever kind of looks like them. And we'll just kind of, like, change the facial expressions but use the same thing for, like, all of them. Because that is Carson Wentz. Besides the face, I also have an issue with the size i feel like that action figure needs to be way beefier like they gotta beef that thing up that (laughs) that action figure is too skinny to be jj watt i'm sorry but i don't know if you've seen jj watt he has been a beast in this offseason getting ready for the season he has put on some freaking weight he is toned he is muscular and that thing looks like his pinky finger like they (laughs) need to add some meat to that bones um but yeah so yeah i'm like pulling this thing up i mean obviously i don't have it in my possession so i don't know but there is definitely more than one like official nfl logo oh funko funko made it funko what are we doing uh so sad if anybody finds that doll please buy it and take a picture of it and send it to us or like ship us the doll i will literally venmo you money 
<laughs> to pay you back for that doll because I need that thing in my possession so that I can like actively make fun of it when I'm sad. I kind of want to know what it's going for. Like, what are people paying uh, for a sad Carson Wentz JJ Watt bobblehead? Come on, Funko. You can do better than that. Oh, it's uh, $10. Oh, it's only $10. All right. <laughs> I thought that thing would be way more expensive. I have I will... no idea. I'm not a bobblehead collector, so I don't know, yeah. like, know what they usually go for. All right. Well, sorry, JJ Watt, about your action figure. Hopefully something can be rectified in the future. Oh, poor guy. All right, Kirsten, did you see this? This one pains me to talk about, but we'll just go ahead and talk about it. My homegirl, Khloe Kardashian. Oh, God. She's having another baby with Tristan Thompson. And I just I want to cry for her. No, um, no. The baby is through surrogacy, so she's not actually pregnant. But according to TMZ, the way this has gone down is Tristan and Chloe agreed to have a baby and started the process of this before Chloe found out that he had already gotten another girl pregnant, uh, his trainer in Houston. And um, I kind of the birthday party that he threw or she, she threw, threw for, for him. him. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. I kind of want to cry for my girl, Chloe. What are we doing? Like, obviously, this all happened before Chloe knew about the other girl that he got pregnant. But even then, Tristan had already cheated on her so many times, uh, like at least three that we knew of. Why? Why would you want to have a baby with someone that has cheated on you three times? Again, I feel what like what are we is, doing? <laughs> I feel like this is something that like runs in their family because um, Courtney was like continuing to have kids with what's his face Scott. with Scott, even though like I don't even think they were really even together. So maybe they just think it's better to have one baby daddy than multiple. And if she really wanted kids, but like, dude, I don't know. I like really feel for there's a part of me that wants to be like, how stupid can you be? At the end of the day, I'm just like really sad for her. And I guess like there was a thing that came out that said like she wants Tristan to be really involved still and like co-parent and like whatever. But like, is that even a healthy situation for anybody at this point? I don't know. I, Tristan, I, just, I don't know how his Tristan Thomas teammates don't like sit him down. And be like, bro, what are we doing? I mean, I know he's a travel, a journeyman of the NBA and has been on like 80 billion different teams at this point. But like somebody needs to talk to either one of them and be like, we got to stop. We got to stop. We're done. Um, so anyway, like. Chloe. Also, we're talking about the Kardashians because there's a sports type, duh, Tristan Thompson. And it's just something that we wanted to get out on off of our chest. Yeah. So here we are. Now we're going to talk about cougars. Like, I don't know what to tell you. This is the show. Um, speaking of cougars, Zach Wilson. <laughs> Did you see this? This is a good Kirsten. one. Oh, this my is a good one. God. Zach Wilson is a big fan of the cougars, not because he went to BYU, but because <laughs> he actively seeks them out. So some tea went happened on the internet um zach wilson and his girlfriend longtime girlfriend broke up and then his ex-girlfriend started dating his best friend and previous teammate on byu's football team and somebody started calling her a homie hopper so she took to the internet and said um he, that zach wilson was sleeping with his mom's best friend and that he is the real homie hopper and oh my god the internet took this and absolutely blew up like there were cougar memes all over my timeline on twitter it was insane somebody photoshopped him um with an actual real cougar or a, a cougar in the car <laughs> there's multiple there's multiple of these 
Um, they photoshopped in Lang with a cougar and um, saying that uh, it's from cougar to cougar, the Zach Wilson story, a Hulu exclusive. They put him in a car with the cougar. Um, and Zach said Zach Wilson had a training camp. I mean, the internet took this and ran with it. And it was the best entertainment I ever had in my entire life. I can't. I am obsessed with this story. It is hilarious. It's hilarious only because he made it hilarious but again like if he was like if he was like cheating on her or something with like his like it's kind of like not funny but here's the thing i was thinking about this earlier it's like nobody's thinking about that because she was like is like classified as a homie hopper and like you just don't do that i think they were also roommates at one point so as soon as you homie hop you automatically get disqualified for whatever wrong was done to you and so i think that's why the storyline and then like obviously people are just like it's funny the way that people are talking about it but um like it's a little bit sad if that was actually like like this girl was with somebody for a really long time and he was like (laughs) hooking up with his mom's freaking friend like it's kind of sad but i mean also kind of iconic and the memes that it provided were bar none the best i've ever seen on the internet and his response was great yes so yesterday zach wilson posted on instagram kind of hinting at the fact that he was aware of what was happening he um posted a bunch of pictures on instagram with the caption took the boys to gazarian ranch club in idaho before camp poor cell service what did i miss um, I'm sorry. Iconic. That is the best way to respond to something like this on the internet. Just like hinting that you are aware of what's going on. I, I'm obsessed with this kid. I have never paid attention to anything that involves the New York Jets because that organization is a dumpster fire. But now I am obsessed and I want this kid <laughs> to be so good because that is just the best response I can think of. Everybody who plays in the sports world was commenting on this photo. It's by far his most commented and liked picture picture on his Instagram and like your favorite player from whatever team you follow I guarantee you if you go look has commented on that because everybody knows the story and I think it's just iconic like I am living for this I had a recent situation (laughs) that I'm really bummed that I did not post what I miss like opportunity miss so like mental note if something ever crazy happens like that's the that is like the best comeback of all time yes to just like appear and say what What did i miss miss? that's perfect so good well apparently he had another caption because there were some of his teammates who he was at the camp with were saying this is better than the second the other caption you were thinking of or whatever so i kind of now i'm like so interested like i want to know what the other caption was obviously we never will but i can just i like i picture them like all huddled around like the fire like after working out and doing drills together just like laughing about him being a cougar hunter and coming up with captions for him oh my god i just i love this story i'm sorry like for the next uh addition to this saga i would like to hear from his mother oh yes oh my god so good (laughs) how does the mom feel oh i love it zach wilson you're a legend um all right let's go to our last did you see this chirsten did you see this first pitch i have never seen a first pitch quite like this one what in the world this is sweetie she's a rapper singer and she threw out the first pitch at the dodgers game with the longest fingernails i've ever seen in my life they are literally probably longer than her hand and she has a baseball and she is pitching this baseball with those fingernails and I don't know how she did it I'm honestly confused and amazed at the same time like I genuinely don't know how this is like physically humanly possible (laughs) I 
where did that pit ball go? Like, I don't know. Does anyone know if it actually went like forward? I mean, how do you throw a ball with those nails? It didn't look like how it do went do very anything far? with those nails, right? There, this brings up so many questions. What, how, how do you fu- how do you brush your teeth? Like, how do you like? Does she have contacts? Like, how do you take your contacts out? Like, how do you operate as a human being with those long? Could you imagine nails? trying to put like makeup on? You would poke your eyeball out. How, I don't understand. I mean, like, good for her. What a, an icon for figuring out how to throw a ball with fingernails that long. But I just couldn't believe it. I there's no way in hell I'd be able to do anything like that. I would be like <laughs> Edward Scissorhands on that hoe. Like <laughs> that's kind of what it's like. Yeah, I don't know how she did it. I don't know if I've ever seen a first pitch like that. So shout out to Sweeney. <laughs> I mean, shout yes. Like I don't even. I don't want to talk negatively. So, like, if you could get it done, then more power to you. More power to you, queen. I mean, geez, Louise. That is a skill in itself, being able to operate when you have nails like that. Giselle says, I love my long nails, but her nails are way too long, LOL. James Reese saying, Franny Cougar. Um, Elizabeth said, as my dad would say, how would she wipe? No, I don't know that there's anything in life in like my day to day, like even typing on a computer. Like, I don't think there's anything day to day that I could do with those nails. Like not one thing. Yeah. Squirrel saying she did better than 50 Cent and Baba Booey. Yeah, she did way better than 50 Cent. So that says a lot. So Um, it was like a strike or what? I don't know. I I, maybe Um, there was a comment saying, wait, scroll, scroll up producer Jacob. Um, saying that the catcher is lucky one didn't fly off. Can you imagine if one got like attached to the baseball and the catcher <laughs> caught the ball in her nail? Ah! <laughs> I would die. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Wow. What a what an event. Skills, bro. I agree, Mike. That is straight skills. Is that all we got? I think that's all we got. Um, I'm. <laughs> I'm shook it. That went by so fast. We had such a fun time. I love it. But we, you know what we do have left, Tirson? It's Friday. And you know what Friday means? It's time to drink a cold one, tip one back, and we're doing that with Four Peaks Brewery, our newest and best partner. Shout out to Four Peaks for making the best beer on the face of the planet. They're an Arizona brewery, and you can go pick up some Four Peaks if you're 21 and over, obviously, and if you enjoy responsibly. Wherever you get your groceries, they've got the best beer. The Peach Golden Ale is one of my favorites. Tristan and I both die for the Hazy IPA. They have genuinely the best beer in the state. Or if you're hungry. And food. And food. Oh, my God. You have to go to the brewery in Tempe and get their chicken tendies. (gasps) To die. To die. To die. They also um, have, we're doing like a sweepstakes, right? We are, yes. So you can enter our Toast of the Month sweepstakes, sweepstakes by going to any of our social media pages on Twitter or going to gophnx.com. If you enter our sweepstakes, you get a chance to win a $50 gift card to Four Peaks, a PHNX membership, and a PHNX shirt. It is awesome. Make sure you go check that out and enter our Toast of the Month sweepstakes, and um, hopefully you'll win. The other thing that we're going to be doing this weekend is definitely enjoying some OGs. Oh my God, I love OGs so much. They are the best THC scratch-made gummies in the state of Arizona. They are so delicious. They just came out with their new... Uh, limited edition seasonal favorite flavor, pina colada, the creamy coconut, the pineapple. It is chef's kiss. Perfect for the summertime. Although my favorite flavor is still the orange creamsicle. You can get the 10 milligram sativa or indica options. I like to take the indica before I go to sleep and I have the best sleep of my life. They also have three milligram microdose options. If you don't want to go full jump off the cliff into THC and just want to dip your toes in the water, which I definitely recommend. They've got a ton of great flavors like 
um, raspberry creamsicle. Also, so many good things. Make sure you check them out over at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. You must be 21 or older to purchase. So I will say one last final note before we go. Um, We don't know for sure whether the Sean Marks contract extension is a is a, a for sure thing. Um, but Espo, and I think they, the, our sun show goes on at two, right? Not today. Not today. Not All today. Right. But they so, did go live twice yesterday. So go check those out if you missed it. So Espo brought up a good point saying this could make a deal for KD easier because he may be willing to take picks because he knows he has time mm. to, um, like kind of kill and build a team in the future um, instead of having to win now. So the Sean Marks thing is definitely something to keep an eye on again. I I can't um, say for sure whether or not. And I think even this original um, article was just sources. So nothing's definitely been confirmed. But if he does sign a contract extension, it's less about um, trying to win and keep his job right now and more about like, okay, we've got a little bit of a cushion to where maybe he would make – uh, a deal for future picks and to win in the future rather than right now. So when job security is not on the line. Decisions are made that normally would not. So great point, Espo. Thanks for that. If you missed any of the Suns shows yesterday, go check them out. They did two and they are both great. Also, Gerald has an awesome article over on gophnx.com on what comes next for DeAndre Ayton now that he is coming back and is a Phoenix Sun. So make sure you read that. If you haven't already, sign up for a membership at gophnx.com. You can get your first month for only 50 cents, or you can get your full annual membership, um, and you'll get a free t-shirt when it comes with that with a bunch of other great benefits, including access to the members-only Discord, which we're all in. You can chat with us whenever you want. You'll obviously get access to the articles like the one Gerald has up on gophnx.com right now. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching the show. This was fun. Yeah. What a great, a great one. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye, and we will see you next Friday at 1230.